0: Uh, Welcome to the Evan Roberts Podcast. This is the NFL Predictions Podcast. And one year ago at this very time, this very gentleman joined me and we previewed the 2018 NFL season. He has become a multimedia star. Mm -hmm. You can hear him on Mad Dog Radio at night on The rap. He's now the face of VEASAN. You turn on VEASAN, he's (laughs) there. And that, of course, is the great, a good buddy of mine, the great, Patrick Maher thank you for rejoining me again sir
1: yeah thanks for having me bro I think what we'll do is I've got the season win totals and we'll get some of your best bets in as well Uh, but as we start here can I just tell you something that happened to me last night I'd love to hear it okay so quickly two minutes I moved to Las Vegas two weeks ago from Los Angeles to take the job with VEASAN which I love working with Michael Lombardi and others it's been going great uh, you can go to vison.com for all the information. So I'm sleeping last night. I haven't slept in a month. I've worked, you know, 30 days straight. It's all good. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. So last night I wake up and there's a tornado, what? a legitimate tornado. <laughs> I, like, my my front door is blowing open. I don't know what's going on. I didn't even know it rained here. I didn't know it got windy here. I know nothing about Las Vegas. The dog's freaking out, crying, spinning in circles. I run downstairs. Um and I'm looking outside, and the trees are bent over, and then I run to the back, and I actually have a pool back there, and I had a big canopy. And when I say a big canopy, I'm talking a canopy the size of a garage, okay? Right. You need protection from the sun. No, um, sure, sure. So I look out, and uh, and like I said, past tense, I had a canopy. <laughs> the canopy's not there. Are you kidding me? The canopy, and I look to my left, and there's this big brick wall, and the canopy is now on top of my neighbor's canopy. Oh, my God. Now, this is probably, I don't know, uh, a couple hundred pounds. I mean, it is a huge production. My brother-in-law put it together. I'm a total girly man. I know nothing about that kind of stuff. So I'm now in an awkward place. (laughs) where last night I'm on the wall at 1 o'clock in the morning trying to pull the canopy off the other canopy, but I'm trespassing. My neighbors are weird. They have signs everywhere about no solicitation. (laughs) So I have yet to meet them, which is even more awkward because I'm not a good neighbor. So I'm sitting here this morning. I'm like, what do I do? My canopy is literally on top of their canopy in their yard, (laughs) but they're not saying anything to me.
0: Well, can we start from the beginning here? Go ahead. And I, maybe I don't know enough about weather, even though I did take a meteorology class uh, when I went to a community college for a semester. Do we, we really get tornadoes in Nevada?
1: Well, first off, let me not trivialize this because there are people going through horrible things right now with Dorian. And yeah, we want with the Everybody hurricane. to be safe. So sure. I want to say that this is in my little stupid life. And so I apologize if I am. Seeming trite about this. I didn't know there was anything except 110 degrees and excruciatingly hot heat. So let me just be clear. I I didn't didn't know know it got windy here. I didn't know either. I mean, all I do is work. I didn't know that it got (laughs) windy. I didn't know it. Well, 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 here's another thing about Vegas. It's so ass backwards. It was windy and lightning, not a drop of rain. Really?
0: That is, dude, maybe we just don't know that much about weather patterns, but this is this is shocking to me. I just we don't never... know much
1: about weather. Like, I didn't expect you to have a Doppler out. <laughs> you and I don't. We talk, we talk no, about but, the Baltimore Ravens. No, but dude, if you told me,
0: hey, I'm living in Texas and I had a tornado, I'd say, yeah, I figure they get tornadoes down there. I had no idea that they get that crap in Vegas, in Nevada. Yeah. Now, look so, at the bright side. If the, if your biggest problem from a tornado is that your canopy is making love to your neighbor's canopy, it's not the worst no, thing no, in no, the world. No,
1: no, But it's not. So quickly, I wrote a note to get out in front of it because I didn't want to seem like, hey, I don't care about the fact that my canopy is on top of your canopy. So I wrote a note, put it on the door, and I'm waiting for hours in my garage this morning for them to make a movement. They've got all the blinds drawn. I've never even seen them. <laughs> it's awkward. So I see the note got taken. So I go over there, sheepishly knock on the door. They open up the door, and they don't speak English. At all? No. So they the didn't guy, even know
0: what the note meant, probably. They, the
1: guy couldn't be more pissed at me. And <laughs> he just says, get it out, get it out, get it out. So now I'm over there, and I, of course what happened, my canopy ruined their canopy. Oh, geez. So I say to them, whatever it costs, I'll have somebody take care of it. They just kept on giving me the hand motion for go away. So that was 10 <laughs> minutes ago. Now let's talk season win totals on the Evan Roberts <laughs> podcast.
0: Wow. So I'm a good distraction for you, at least. At least you can forget about canopies uh, for a few minutes. I
1: can't. under uh, Listen, this has been a whirlwind and literally wind just ruined and, my day.
0: And let me just tell everybody, I, I introduced Patrick with all the jobs that he has. The guy literally doesn't take any day
1: offs except for the day that we record this podcast. This is your one day off. This is a welcome distraction bro to talk to you about the nfl
0: okay do you remember by the way last year's podcast when we did this do you remember some of my predictions yes some of your predictions i'll tell you
1: one that you hit that was tremendous go ahead you love seattle i loved them love and i said you're insane that's right that's right you love seattle and you should like them even more now they've completely rebuilt that defensive front clowny uh, Ziggy Ansa. they drafted Collier out of TCU I, I mean this is it's now all of a sudden see he Carroll focuses on defense and now they're good to go so you like them I like the Dolphins I was wrong <laughs> well uh, no, wait I'm hold
0: trying- on a second let me correct you on that you weren't that wrong because I looked back because I'm that big of a geek bro and I looked back at what I predicted teams to do and what their actual record was oh, okay nice. that's what I did so with Miami, I was down on them. I thought they'd be one of the worst teams in the league. I had them winning five games. They went out, and won seven games. So they were better than I thought, and I think they were probably better than most people thought. So you weren't fully necessarily wrong. Wait, give me about your other Miami. predictions then. You want to hear it all? Yeah, I want to hear. Well, I basically nailed the Patriots, but everybody does. I Stop. mean, they're the most predictable thing in the world. Uh, I overshot the Jets. I thought they'd win seven games. They went out, they won four games. I nailed the Ravens. I liked Baltimore last year. I nailed that they'd win 10 games. Won the division. I was not high on Cleveland. I was wrong about that. I was high on Cincinnati. I was wrong about that. I thought the Washington Redskins would win the NFC East, which by the way, for a few minutes, they actually had well, a shot until the Smith do.
1: injury. I mean, 10 weeks in, they were tremendous. Yeah. And then Smith get, gets injured. And as far as gambling, I don't know if they cover to spread the rest of the way. So nah. I don't think that's a terrible bet. No, nah, it wasn't terrible, but it didn't work kind out. kind of on fire.
0: Okay, keep going. Well, here's the worst one that I made. I did not buy at all Kansas City. I thought they'd miss the
1: playoffs <laughs> and win seven games. That's my worst one. Well, how would you know? Everybody, that's conjecture with Mahomes at that point.
0: And, it, and, the, and the team I really loved was Atlanta. I thought they were coming out of the NFC last year. In fact, after we did the podcast last year, I drove to the state of New Jersey. I went to the FanDuel Sportsbook and put a bunch of shekels on Atlanta on the over and Atlanta on winning the NFC. And look, here's my excuse. They had tons of injuries on defense. I mean, in fairness, they were completely banged up. But here's the problem that's a part of football. As we sit here today and make predictions, you know, you could say you can't predict injuries, but that's part of the freaking game.
1: I'm down on Atlanta. That offensive line is terrible. So did you have do you have your playoff predictions or was that? Yeah. It?
0: You want to hear my playoff yeah, from last year? My Super Bowl was New England,
1: Atlanta. So and I, and I don't even know if I get any credit for picking New England.
0: I mean, should I even get credit for that?
1: Nah, Water's wet. Who else did you have? Of the 12, how many... Let's just put it this way. Of the 12, how many did you hit?
0: Well, I had the Patriots making the playoffs right. I had Pittsburgh making the playoffs wrong. I had the Ravens making the playoffs right. I had the Texans making the playoffs right. And I had the Chargers making the playoffs right. So I think I got one. Yeah,
1: three. Listen, there's going to be seven to eight turnover. I mean, as far as turnover, people don't realize this is an eight and eight league and you go up or down either two. It's like... You think about it, every year there's seven or eight new teams of the 12 in the postseason, so that's not bad.
0: You know what, and we're about to make these for 2019, and I, as I was doing them, I started to think, ah, that's not really going out on a limb. But the whole point of predictions is to actually tell people what you think is going to happen. It's not necessarily to just be creative and different, and sometimes you'll naturally have a prediction that's a little out there. I remember when I did baseball I thought Cincinnati would win the National League Central. I wasn't saying it for effect. I just, I thought that they had made enough moves during the offseason. I liked their pitching. I liked their offense. I turned out to be wrong about it. But as I was going through these NFL ones, and you'll hear it, there aren't many shocks. Because here's why. We like to think the NFL is all about competitive balance. And to a degree it is, but to a big degree it isn't. To a big degree, the NFL is very predictable.
1: Well, the final, the four teams last year, if you look at their win totals and their probability of winning the Super Bowl, are exactly the same this year. You're talking Patriots, you're talking Chiefs, you're talking Saints, and you're talking Rams. And,
0: and bro, they were all supposed to be good last year. None of that is... Or, look, I was wrong about Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City's is a
1: bit of a... Str- we didn't eh. see the uh, top three quarterback season of all time.
0: We didn't see that, but I think that more people than not thought Kansas City was going to win the AFC West. If you look back to last year, me thinking that the Chargers would win the division, and they almost
1: did. They well, had a 12 great year I mean, 12 wins, 12 wins. But
0: I think the Chiefs were the, were the favorite. So I, I don't think that final four was that nuts. I think, I, I think
1: he, what you're saying is fair, but I just think, like, for example, if you're a fan of the Jets, you're almost building in an excuse there, bro. If you're a fan of the Jets, you're a fan of the Lions, you should be able to compete year to year. So let's not build an excuse for these teams outside of that top four. That chasm's not l- that legit. No, it's not an excuse for those guys. And by the way, I,
0: I nailed my Lion prediction. I think uh, the exact win total i had accurate which was very ah you know what yeah i actually had them winning seven so i was off by a game i was off by a game
1: uh can we start here's what i think we should do uh you're just gonna do you it's your podcast and i'll just kind of clown your picks but i want to start with this yes um you should apologize to me. The text messages that you sent to me, you should apologize to the greater tri state. You and your part, and you and Joe, who I love, were so off on McCarthy and so wrong on Gaze. It's Ro- almost whoa, 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 embarrassing. Whoa, whoa,
0: hold, on. hold on a second. It's almost what the hell were we wrong
1: about? So you okay, so you got the ticket in your hand. You'd switch it right now. What? You'd rip up the Gaze ticket yes. and you'd take McCarthy. Correct, yes. Okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. Look, okay, it, it, this is how it's it, going to be today? This no, is no,
0: be no, weird. no. I'm going to make something absolutely clear. When the Jets fired Todd Bowles, which they had to do, which I think a year ago on this podcast, I basically said they should just get rid of him right now. You and did. So we, we knew they needed a new head coach. And we argued about this. I get that. But I wanted them to hire Mike McCarthy. That doesn't mean I was right or wrong. That's what I want. Now, when somebody is elected president, OK, I'll use the presidential analogy. Right. No matter who you vote for, you root for America. Right. No matter even whoever you voted for, at the end of the day, you want America to do well. Okay, I did not want Adam Gase to be the head coach. I wanted Mike McCarthy to be the head coach. And we can go round and round and round and continue arguing it. I think we did it on your radio show a few months ago. Okay, fine. But now that Adam Gase is the head coach, I'm all in. Of course I want him to be successful. Of course I want to be wrong about him. But you're asking me what I would have done if I ran the Jets? I would have hired Mike McCarthy. And by the way, whether, and Gates could deny it all day, they got rid of their general manager after the draft and after free agency. And while I have no issue with Joe Douglas, look what happened. They draft Lachai Polite in the third round, and I get it. He probably deserved it. Guy, guy's ass is caught before he ever played a game in the NFL.
1: Yeah, sounds like more of a character issue. Okay, so just moving forward, you yes. prefer, and it comes down to Darnold. It's, let's not pretend any other way. You'd prefer McCarthy be, to yes. be working with with Darnold yeah. over Gase. Okay, Correct. Fair enough. That's all. I just wanted to ask. That's all I wanted to. Ask. Now
0: let's start in that division, the AFC East. Okay, and I'll start with the bottom three because we all know the Patriots are going to win the a- winning. Or the Patriots are going to win the AFC East. I, like most, will predict them until either Tom Brady retires or Bill Belichick retires or they actually prove us wrong. But year in and year out, it's the same crap. And what scares me about the Patriots even more this year is if you look at their track record, the time to get to New England is relatively early in the season. After they play Pittsburgh to open the season, the big Sunday night defending champion game, did you see the garbage schedule that they have they play the Dolphins, who are tanking, no matter what Coach Flores says. They play the Jets, the Bills, the Redskins, the Giants, and the Jets again. That is going. To, they're five and one at minimum. At minimum, they're five and one.
1: They were eight and a home, they were eight zero at home last year. Six and two against the spread. I mean, they're unbeatable. They're hitting like an eighty two percent clip against the spread at home since two thousand sixteen. They are unbeatable. Beatable there. So
0: if they beat the Steelers to open this season, they're going to beat Miami in Miami, though they've struggled down there. But the Dolphins are a joke. They probably be my football team. They probably, they're going to start the year 7-0. We're going to be talking about, oh, can the Patriots go undefeated again? They're not. They'll probably win 12 or 13 games like they do every year. But let's just cut the crap. The Patriots win the AFC East. Here's the compliment I'll give about my football team. I think the Jets will be better, but it's not going to be enough because they have way too many issues on defense. They already lost Avery Williamson for the year. The cornerbacks just are awful, and that includes Trumaine Johnson being healthy. He was, turned out to be one of the least productive big free agent signings from a year ago. The yeah, thing, but um, you need them. Of course they do because they have no other corners. I am confident about the offense, though. I think they
1: will score a lot of points this year. Okay, so here's my question for you in that division. If you could have a roster, would you take your roster or the Bills?
0: Uh, one through 53,
1: you mean? Yeah, it's just right now, or chances moving forward. They're both essentially set at seven and a half or wins.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to be close, and that's why I have the Jets at seven wins and Buffalo at six wins. What scares me about Josh Allen specifically is I don't know if he's getting through a full season. I, I, I
1: wonder the way if he plays is reckless.
0: Yeah, it is. Their running game is obviously a lot weaker. They had the two veterans. They finally got rid of Shady. I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be great. So I think talent-wise, the Jets are a little bit better. See, here's the problem. And maybe you from afar, living in Vegas, Lion fan, look at this differently. I'm not happy with seven or eight wins for the Jets. I get that they're over or under is right at seven and a half. And I get that they've had three awful years in a row after the 10-win year uh, in Bowles' first year. But to me, if they don't make the playoffs, the season sucked. That's yeah, the way I look at it. I,
1: I would think it's a disappointment as well. Um, so Quentin Williams isn't going to be starting, correct? Uh, he'll be on the field a lot, though. That's for uh, has sure. Has he been? A, has he been the kid from Bama? Has he been a disappointment? No, he's been impressive okay, so far. I thought camp. there was some. Rumors. I thought there was something as far as well, maybe you know what a disappointment. There.
0: Here, here is the thing, man. It's the preseason, and so it's tough to other than polite getting cut because the guy can't show up to practice over and over again. It's really what tough. What an ass! Yeah, I mean, he screwed it up himself. I mean, it looks bad because they just drafted him, but it was a prior regime that did draft him. It's very tough to get a gauge on how good and bad guys are going to be. The one thing I do think about this division is Miami is going to be
1: that bad. Yeah, of course. It's two wins.
0: Maybe. I mean, maybe one or two. I mean, the problem right is range. with
1: Miami, and you always have to look at this, even New England falls into this, Miami early in the season, down in the heat, if they that's they generally will pick up a few wins there that are surprising.
0: They do, especially against a team like the Patriots. The problem is... I just think they're really, really bad. And I think they're making a big decision not playing Josh Rosen out of the gate. And I think this kid's career is screwed before it starts. I mean, think about the situation he was put into in Arizona with a first-time head coach who was basically a defensive coordinator. And now he's not even getting a chance to start in Miami. And when he does get a chance to start in Miami, he's going to have no talent around him. And he's going to be on a different team next year because they're going to probably draft a quarterback at the top of the draft. So next year, Josh Rosen is going to be on his third
1: team in three years. They're four and a half, by the way. You're going under.
0: Yeah, I I lean towards the under. It's tough because all you need is a couple of accidental wins and you can hit the over. But I mean, they're trying to lose. They traded their left tackle, which I have no problem trading Laramie Tunsil. I don't know about you. And I know it's very tough to gauge, gauge offensive linemen unless you watch them all the time. I've never confused Laramie Tunsil with an all-pro left tackle. I mean, if you can get two number ones for him, I don't have a problem By with that. most
1: advanced stats, he's the best or most promising young left tackle in the game. I mean, you kind of need a left tackle, an edge rusher, a quarterback, and a coach. Isn't that the recipe? So yeah, but, they did give up on him.
0: But what if you draft a left-handed quarterback? <laughs> then you need okay, a right tackle. Fair enough.
1: fair enough. To uh, <laughs> This this division's you kind of, like you said, it's kind of a wash. Most importantly, we should focus on your Jets, and I think we got what we needed. You think they're a seven-win team?
0: Twelve wins for New England, seven for the Jets, six for Buffalo one for miami okay who's next so the afc north i i don't know
1: if you're fascinated by this division
0: oh it's it is other than cincinnati who i mean i think they're gonna have a very very rough year your ravens are gonna win this division again no they're not yes they are they're not that good (laughs) i'm telling you right now they're not that good look at the talent on offense seriously you think they have enough talent on offense
1: I do. I just think, look, I think this is going to be interesting with Roman and Jackson as far as a mix. And I think he's a better passer. Listen, you talked about Allen not making it through a season. He's a 52% completion guy. Jackson in his seven starts was at least 58 and a half. I mean, I think there's room for improvement there. And he's not a good runner. He's the greatest runner at the quarterback position we've ever seen. He's, he's Barry Sanders and Michael Vick, bro.
0: I, I look, I, he is an incredible, incredible athlete. But they go out and sign a 30-year-old running back in Mark Ingram. All right. Gus Edwards, I didn't think was overly impressive last year. So their running game is not that impressive. They don't have that much talent at wide receiver. And so I think they're going to rely way too much on Lamar Jackson to make plays with his legs. Defensively, they'll be good. They're always good defensively. But this is a really talented division. And when I tell you, I think the Cleveland Browns are going to win the division. See, I think I'm going against the grain because it feels and you tell me you talk to a national audience every day. It feels as if the momentum nationally has shifted towards the Browns are overrated. The Browns have big mouths. The Browns won't live up to the hype. And so I think by picking the Browns to win the division, because they are the most talented team in this division, which means something, but it doesn't mean everything. Obviously, We're, we're dealing with a first time head coach in Freddie Kitchens in a division with veteran borderline Hall of Fame coaches in Tomlin and Harbaugh. I think in a way I'm going against the grain by telling you, I think
1: the Browns live up to the hype and win the division. Okay. Quickly on the, the Ravens, uh, Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst, the, maybe the two best young as far as tandem tight ends. I like the Willie Snead pickup with Seth Roberts. I like Marquise Brown. I think miles Boyk. Listen, I think there's more it's talent. not that good of a, oh, come on. How oh, good of fair. a boy Let's is just, that? Okay. We'll move on from them. All right. I think what you said about the Browns is spot on. They're embarrassingly talented. They're embarrassingly talented on both sides of the ball. I think offensively they could be too. Like you're going to forget about Callaway in that offense. I think it just comes down to who's getting the ball. Uh, Could be an issue. I think I'm going to say something that's pretty rote and what people are most people are saying. It's just can they keep it together as far as dysfunction wise. Uh, But I think what you said about them is 100 percent accurate. I think they're embarrassingly talented.
0: I think they are far and away more talented than either the Ravens or the Pittsburgh Steelers. But it's a it's a huge, huge caveat You're dealing with a young, inexperienced quarterback. You're dealing with a lot, a lot of crazy personalities. And I think more than that, in this league, it's about coaching. And we don't know about Freddie Kitchens. We know that, sure, when the Browns changed their coaching staff last year and they got rid of Hugh Jackson and Greg Williams was promoted and Kitchens had a bigger role, that the team responded, and that's great. But this is different. I mean, now he's the head coach, and there are high expectations. So I think those are absolutely fair concerns about them. But talent wise, I think there's a significant difference between them, Pittsburgh and Baltimore. I think it'll be tough. I don't think they're going to run away with the division, but I think they're going to win 10 or 11 games.
1: And I think where you're going to find See, there's a lot of steam, a lot of action right now. The Steelers are the big team here as far as that division Mm -hmm. uh, catching late money as far as futures. I'll say this about the Steelers outside of Juju. They're going to have to prove to me they have a number two. remember Jesse James is gone. Uh, Connor isn't Bell. Good offensive line. Let's move to the – I think the defensive front is stacked, and I think Devin Bush is going to be a tremendous linebacker. Uh, But I agree with you. If you just go 53 and compare uh, them, and I think it just comes down to the questions. I don't think it's too hard to analyze this. I think it comes down to unpredictability of kitchens. I have no issues with Mayfield. Uh, Odell could eventually be an issue. Um, So it really comes down to the experience, what we know about Pittsburgh, but the roster – embarrassingly good with with you know I'll keep saying that
0: you hit on something with Pittsburgh so and not that they had a average or lousy defense the last couple years that wouldn't be fair but I think between 2013 and 2017 2018 the last five or six years this Pittsburgh team has been different than what we're used to because I think we all grew up thinking about Steeler defense that's the reputation they had for us growing up in the 90s, certainly for the older generation with the steel curtain in the 70s. And over the last few years, their identity has been very different. Their identity has been about the Hall of Fame quarterback, the superstar wide receiver, the superstar running back. It's been the triplet, if you will, not as much the defense. But I think you hit on it. When I look at Pittsburgh, where they're dangerous, is they have a chance to have a top five. Hayward, defensive.
1: Hargrave, it yes. T.J. Watt, uh, Bud Dupree—they just they're loaded up front.
0: Exactly, and I think that's the difference. That that's not something that because they, this used to be, you know, at the end of the Bill Cowher era, into the early part of the Mike Tomlin era, they were number one defense. They were right. number one, number two defense every year. They haven't really been that in the last seven or eight years. This is the year where their identity may change back because offensively, they're not going to be as dynamic. I wonder a little bit about the quarterback. I mean, he's 37 years old. I'm going to
1: interrupt you. That's the one year we saw him healthy. 16 games from Ben. Seems rejuvenated. He's weird. He holds grudges. Bell Brown gone. Juju's, Juju's like, I don't have the issue that you have with them, but I'll just say I think you're on completely on track with the defense. I think Devin Bush is better than Shazier, and I can't say that because of, of course, what happened. Um, but sorry, go ahead on the offense.
0: No, I I mean, I think the offense has a chance to be decent. I don't think it's going to be the dynamic offense it was the last couple years. I mean, look at the talent that they lost. And the quarterback's getting a little bit older. You're right. He took less hits last year. He uh, didn't miss any games last year, which was unusual for his career. But age is age. And not everybody's Drew Brees and Tom Brady. You know, guys show their age sometimes. So
1: where are they after Schuster, though, whether it's Washington or Moncrief or Johnson? I just it's a big drop off. That's, I mean, Brown. Listen, but say what you want about Brown, and people say a lot here in Las Vegas. I mean, he's one of the great receivers of all time. He just is. He's just a nutcase. He's just an insane person, but he's remarkably talented. So, Um, Go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say in the AFC South, shifting to that. So I basically have the Browns. So you have Cleveland. I have Cleveland winning the division, yeah.
1: Okay, and how many wins?
0: Ten wins. I think Pittsburgh is right in the mix. and I think the Ravens are a huge disappointment. They go
1: six and ten. Okay. Going out on a limb there. You like that? I don't listen. It's the hot team, but I like because most people are now fading Cleveland because that's what happens once the the hype catches up. Right. So you got them at 10 wins or nine and a half, somewhere, 10, nine and a half wins here in Vegas. So you got them over the total. Who's next? All right. I actually, if Andrew Luck didn't retire, if Andrew Luck was this healthy, division stinks.
0: Well, the division isn't that good. I think the Texans, like every year, have a big bust factor,
1: and we've seen that. Now, top-heavy roster.
0: Very top-heavy roster. A couple of key injuries, they could go 6-10, and 5-11. I think 100%. it's very, very possible. What's underrated in this division is the fact that over the last three years, we always forget about them. We ridicule the quarterback. The Tennessee Titans just go out and win nine games every year. So the question is, <laughs> is nine wins going to be enough to win this division? Because they've done that the last few years. The Titans are the The Titans have won nine team. games
1: three straight years. Yeah. The problem is that was a legit regression from Mariota last year. I'll say this, we joked about Malarkey's offense. The offense was worse under LaFleur last year. LaFleur got a job. Uh, it'll be interesting. They got an offensive coordinator that's never called plays. Are you picking the Titans to no, win this division? I am
0: not picking the okay, Titans to win this ahead. division. I'm just reminding everybody that they're gonna they're gonna hang around. They're not going four and twelve. And they had a second half in Kansas
1: City two years ago that was remarkable. Oh play yeah, a playoff game,
0: no question. The team that I think is going to win the but here, here's my long winded point. I was it's very difficult to ever pick against the Patriots to win the AFC. And I, as August was beginning, I was pondering. That I was going to finally pull the trigger and pick against the Patriots in an AFC championship game. And that team was going to be Indianapolis because what they did last year after the Jet game, they played the Jets. They lost to the Jets. It was an ugly loss. They were they played like the best team in football for a very long period of time. And I really thought and I was wrong, but I really thought they were going to get to the AFC championship last year. They were playing like one of the best teams in the sport. Quentin Nelson's been a game changer. The offensive line, which was such a problem for so many years, changed. That's why that Jet Colt trade could go down in history. The Jets get their franchise quarterback. The Colts get this guard that's going to you know, maybe be a Hall of Famer and have the big Jack gold jacket 15 years from now. And we also saw Marlon Mack really break through in the postseason. And they so had
1: Funchess. Ebron all of a sudden started catching balls. This is Love yeah. that team. Yeah, And I just think that instead of me saying
0: they're going to win the AFC... With Luck retiring and Jacoby Brissett being a big question mark, I say they're not going to win the AFC, but talent-wise, they're still the most talented team in this division. They are still one of the most talented teams in the league, and I think they're going to have enough to win nine or ten games and win this division.
1: He eventually—Michael Lombardi, who I work with on Vicent has said that he likes Brissett. The arm strength isn't necessarily top-notch, and he can't— uh, he can't lead receivers, essentially saying he can't throw receivers open, which is something you have to do over 16. I don't know if he's good enough, but I think we all agree uh, he's top. Two, he's one of the top two, three backups in the league. So we'll see. I mean, it's it's essentially our first year with him because a couple of years back when he played 14 games for them, he was he was shoved into the starting lineup right. one week after being traded from New England. Yeah,
0: it wasn't a fair
1: way to judge him. And the Reich system... I think his quarterback, it's almost like Lincoln Riley, what we saw with Jalen Hurts, what we saw with Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. I think Wright can make, I think systematically he can make Brissett good enough. I don't hate your pick.
0: Well, and you know what? I'm saying 9-10 wins to win a division. We have seen worse quarterbacks than Jacoby Brissett. We've seen worse quarterbacks or same level quarterbacks in this division do better than that a couple of years ago with a guy like Blake Bortles getting all the way to the AFC championship game. So It's not like I'm sitting here telling you they are going to beat the Patriots in Foxborough. I think a a healthy Andrew Luck. Yeah, I think I was ready to pull the trigger on that. But obviously we know what
1: happened. But you just brought up the team. This is what I want to hear your analysis on. You just brought up the team with Blake Bortles. It's not that anymore. They gave $50 million uh, to your boy Nick Foles. So where do they stand in that division? (sighs) They're Here's it. the problem, and I'll and I'll set you up ahead. with it. Two years ago, they caused turnovers. They had a billion sacks. Last year, the defense for Jacksonville was actually very, very good. Statistic as far as overall defense, you know, top six. But the turnover caused turnovers, they cause turnovers yep. and they didn't sack the quarterback.
0: Yes, they so. are a very t- and remember. At the beginning of last year, they started the year off 3-1. and one. They beat the Patriots yep. second week of the Good year. Point. And I think we all figured, okay, uh, it's cool. A- and it set up this showdown early in the season in Kansas City against the Chiefs where we were going to test this big-time defense, this incredible defense that held the Patriots down to 20 points second week of the year. How are they going to do against Kansas City? And, well, they didn't do. I mean, they got blown out. And really after that, their season went down the drain. They are a volatile team. That I do not trust. And of all the teams I was looking at this year, trying to make a prediction, trying to have a feel for them, they're the one... Oh, you're down on them. I, I am down
1: on them. No question about it.
0: Because the other thing is, I don't know how good Nick Foles really is. Is that, is that crazy to say? Just because I mean, there's,
1: there's a chance he's exposed. I totally agree.
0: And how many times throughout the history of this sport, including from Nick freaking Foles himself, have we seen a guy get an opportunity elsewhere after filling in for an injured quarterback, get paid elsewhere, and then crash down to the ground. I mean, there is such a long list of it. Nick Foles was one of them. I mean, in the first installment of Nick Foles in Philadelphia, he had that run six years ago where he threw 27 touchdown passes and two interceptions. And then he got an opportunity with the Rams. And what happened? He sucked. So – I'm just really skeptical that despite what he's done the last couple of years, St. Nick, the legend in Philadelphia, that that's really going to translate in Jacksonville.
1: Yeah. The problem. Here's the thing. He reunites with DiFilippo, who of course was there with Philadelphia, but it appears DiFilippo went on to Minnesota and was terrible as an offensive coordinator. Lombardi hates his system. Uh, there is some familiarity, so maybe that helps him. Uh, but I agree with you. So, just to be clear, you're very down on the six Jackson and ten. The
0: That's the okay. number six and ten, and I think the Texans, because of the top heaviness of their roster, the fact that we've seen this in the past, where they can really. They can go out and win 11 or 12 games, or things can go incredibly wrong. They took a huge gamble in what they did with Jadavian Clowney. They make the trade for
1: Laramie Tunsell, in which they were clearly desperate. I get why they did it. They Watson gave up was a lot. sacked more than anybody in the league. He holds on to the ball a long time, but Tunsell's going to help with that. But,
0: but No doubt, but it's funny how all of a sudden now they're putting an emphasis on left tackle in the offensive line. It feels like that's something they ignored
1: the last couple this of years. This is a YOLO approach by O'Brien. I mean, he literally said, okay, locks out. This is our opportunity. Let's go this year while shipping Clowney, who is still tremendous, to, to Seattle. Uh, it's, you're going, bottom line, the Colts.
0: I'm going with the Colts to win nine games and win this division. Tennessee will be right there. The Texans will win six. The Jaguars will win six. It's September, my favorite month of the year. And you know what's back? The NFL on CBS is back, baby. Stream your local live game every Sunday with CBS All Access which is available across all of your favorite devices. Simply go to cbs.com slash Evan to get a free one week trial of CBS all access. It's the NFL on CBS and it's back. Go to cbs.com slash Evan to get a free one week trial of CBS all access. Uh, This is boring to say, but all right, I buy the chiefs. I buy Patrick Mahomes. I buy that offense. So they'll win 12 games. They'll repeat as AFC West champions. And I think the chargers, Are you again going to be the second best team in this division? They will not be as good. I think they win ten
1: games. And okay, here's the thing with the Chargers because I love them. Derwin James, you cannot minimize his impact. Also, Okung's gone on the left side of the offensive line for six games, bro. Here's the thing about James in a league where we keep just going, not just nickel dime, but adding seven defensive backs because it's a pass happy league. Derwin James is a linebacker. He's an edge rusher. He's a safety. He's a cover guy. He is the quarterback of that defense. I think it's impossible to under it to overstate how important James is to the Chargers defense. And, and and frankly, I think Gordon, even though he's not in that top four mix as running backs. I think what made Eckler special as far as the change of pace is Gordon's that good.
0: Yeah. I I think that losing Melvin Gordon and he's not going to play. I mean, they've already allowing him to go out and look for a trade. I don't think it's nearly going to make the impact that Dallas being without Zeke will have. I mean, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, I think they'll be fine. Phillip Rivers, even at 37 years old, I still think will be really, really productive offensively. They're a very good team that just won't be as good as they were last year. I think that's my assessment on them. They'll be and good. And
1: defensively here. for your Chiefs that you just picked, first off, you can't expect Mahomes to have a better year. No, um, or the, even the, the same year. Or even the same year. It's It's wild what he did defensively out goes Houston out goes Barry but in comes Frank Clark yes. and in comes Tyron Matthew I almost feel like I like that better I mean Frank Clark the kid from Michigan his production with the Seahawks was insanity
0: yeah the and adding the honey badger is tremendous I yep, think that's I a agree. good move and they'll probably get something out of uh, Shady McCoy they brought him in they'll probably get a little bit of production out feels
1: of feels weird with the Chargers I kind of agree with you last year was the year I liked them they did win 12 games there is no home field I went last year to that StubHub. First off, it was the greatest in-game experience of all time. Really? But I went week one when, remember, the Chargers hosted the Chiefs, and that was kind of the breakout party. Right. Um, I have to tell you, it, it 85% red there. So, they were horrible at home last year because they don't have a home field. But, all kidding aside, I wish you and Jack could go to a game there. It's like watching a pro game uh, in a high school stadium. That's kind of there is
0: something kind of cool about it's that. It's very
1: cool. Like that's the way the future, I mean, everybody's staying at home to watch games, so you're gonna see these stadiums get smaller. Yeah. I like the intimacy. Well, like where your team plays <laughs> at MetLife is probably the worst stadium. In oh, all it's of horrible. It's awful. It's antiseptic. It's gross. But the thing
0: is, I, I don't know what the new L.A. stadium is going to be like, but this isn't their long term future anyway. They're going to end up in a big, giant billion dollar stadium. That's their future. Rivers so. was
1: great last year, though. Oh,
0: he was outstanding. Denver. See, Denver is intriguing to me because they made the coaching change. They bring in a defensive minded guy in Vic Fangio and an Aaron, which everybody's going for offense. I think they bring in stability at the quarterback position. And let's not forget the Broncos were in it last year. They were six and six. They were in the midst of things. And then they had that brutal loss to San Francisco and they just collapsed at the end of the season. I think their defense is gonna be significantly. They have the better. best
1: edges in the league. When no you doubt say Chubb and Von Miller. I mean that is gross.
0: That's why their defense, which was middle of the pack towards back of the pack last year. Is gonna oh, be, Fangio's
1: going to make him... Imme- I 100% agree with you. Fangio's going to make him immediately better. No doubt. Is Lindsay legit, and does Flacco... I mean, that's really what it comes down I to.
0: I think he adds stability to them. I think he's average. I think he's okay. I think their offense will be average to okay. The key Sanders bounced be, back
1: from injury. There's questions on the offense. that offensive line, that kid out of Utah, the the left tackle, is a constant penalty. I... I Uh, But you're right. And I'll tell you, in Vegas, that's a team that people are starting to really heat up on as far as the over the total.
0: What's their over under this year? Their
1: over under is set at seven.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to be right in that range. I actually have them winning eight games, so it's pretty accurate towards that. And and the Raiders, (laughs) I I think the Raiders have a, a very good chance to be that just awful, awful team this year, which
1: they were last year. That's not really a surprise. But what's your sense for the Raiders? Don't get, first off, I, so my first day, by the way, there are two, it's win total set at seven for the Broncos. Uh, win total set at six for the Raiders. So uh, Brett Mossberger doesn't like me. He literally loathes me, uh, as do the rest of the employees at Vison I don't buy go that. There. that makes so sense. So he walked in. I'm talking about this defense. And I said, it could be, last year was the worst defense in Raider history. I think this year, even though more, it could be more talented, um, I don't know. I just have a weird vibe. I think they could be horrible again. I think if you just look at the roster, I think the Raiders are a horrible football team. Don't look at what happened in the preseason. 08, the Lions went 4-0. and 17, the Browns went 4-0. and Who cares nothing. about the preseason? Yep. Um, I think the Raider team, the total set at 6 is laughable. Uh, I think it's a four-win team, and I'm right there with well, you.
0: Well, think about this. And, and and Sometimes looking at schedules can be overrated, and I brought it up earlier for New England because I think sometimes it matters. Sometimes it, it is a I know big where factor. you're
1: going with the Raiders. Travel, well, travel, travel well, to begin. Did
0: you see their their first
1: London, five games? London, cross-country...
0: Yeah, and their opponents, they're facing teams that are just clearly Oh, better. they have the
1: toughest schedule. The Raiders have the toughest schedule in the league.
0: Yeah, and you can tell. All you've got to do is look at their opponents, and I think over the first six, seven weeks of the year, it's tough to find wins. They open the season at home against the Denver Broncos. Okay, on that Monday night, that second Monday night game. Okay, fine. Maybe they win that game. We'll see. Then they play Kansas City. Then they go to Minnesota. Then they go to Indianapolis. Then they play the Chicago Bears, and that's the, the London game you talked about, right? and then they're on a bye. And then they go to Green Bay and Houston out of the bye. It's brutal. <laughs> that, they they very well could be one in six, oh in seven. They could just bury themselves cuz the softer part of their schedule, it's coming. They'll we play.
1: always talk we, and we always talk about oh it's a first place schedule. These schedules are so random based on who you play on non-division. It's just like the the raiders have the hardest schedule in the league and it's really not that close when you when you factor in the travel as well
0: yeah no doubt and they're in a division with two borderline elite teams at least they were last year so oh, wait let me get City this the straight Chargers.
1: you've got um you've got a 12 win team in the chiefs yes You've got a – it sounds like an eight or a nine-win team in the Chargers. Ten-win
0: team. I'm okay. making the playoffs.
1: Ten-win teams. my bad. You've got an, an eight-win team in the Broncos, and I'll guess what you're doing with – I'll say three or four wins. Yeah, four.
0: Four. I should okay. go three, but I'm being generous. I'll give them four. So my playoff teams in the AFC, I've got the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs, again, as your one and two seeds, getting the buys. Then I've got Cleveland winning the North – the Colts winning the South, and my two wild card teams will be the Chargers and the Steelers. So the Patriots, the Browns, the Steelers, the Colts, the Chiefs, and the Chargers. I make can't argue playoffs. with
1: any of them. No, I but can't you, argue with any six.
0: But the thing I feel kind of dirty about is I don't really feel it's chalky.
1: It is chalky,
0: but it's how I feel.
1: Oh wait, so we'll g- g- give me a tease here. Are we as chalky as we head to the NFC? Is yes. there a surprise in the mix? No, no. Oh, cool. What's the point of this dumb well, I'll be podcast. good Because it's how I feel. What do you want me to do? God, so conservative. Have a couple, get, get, meet a beautiful wife and ha- have a kid and get conservative. Pa- Patrick. Fun I, radio no,
0: host. No, 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 no. I, I said this at the top. You don't even listen. When we were doing the baseball a few months ago, there were a few things I felt, oh, I, I feel good about Cincinnati. I feel good about Minnesota. I don't know how out on a limb I went with Minnesota, but it felt less chalky than picking Cleveland. I, I, I thought about it. Last night, the day before, I'm reading previews. I'm going through depth charts. I'm analyzing things. And other than you know, I really like Indianapolis. Things like that. It's it's tough. It's I, I don't feel my heart doesn't tell me crazy. That. Okay,
1: but we're all reading the same. The the, the NFL breakdown at this point. Anybody could host a show on the NFL, so that's why sometimes you have to go with your vibe. No, you no, tingle. no. Tingle, hold on, but save the NFC North for last. Okay, save the NFC North for last. Yeah. Okay, fine. So go, last so year,
0: I got a tingle from the Chicago Bears, and you that's did. why I went to the sports book and I bet them to win the NFC Championship, and I got I, you know I got teased a little bit. They won the, the division. Tremendous is. job by you. Okay, I have no tingle this year. Maybe that's the okay, NFL's so okay, fault. Why okay, is that I, my fault?
1: I, it's not your fault. It's just... You're, it, you're blaming me. You say, Okay, oh, so huh, where are we starting? All right, let's start with the
0: NFC East. I think okay, the Eagles ahead. are far superior to everybody else.
1: Is, is that... Whoa. Is that boring?
0: Whoa. They are. But they are. <laughs> <laughs> but, but But, bro, they are. The Redskins stink, okay? The Giants are... They're rebuilding. We're eventually going to see The Redskins defense is good. Okay. Uh, what about their offense? Terrible. Okay. They're not going to win enough. They're a five-win team. Uh, Fair enough. Okay. The Giants, I'm excited to see Daniel Jones. I think their offensive line is significantly better, so I think they'll score a lot of points. I think Saquon's all-world. Their
1: defense is going to be terrible. But
0: defensively, they're going to have a very tough time. They're a five-win team. Am I wrong?
1: No, I think you're fair.
0: Okay. The Zeke thing's a disaster. Now, as we record this... But this is
1: interesting. But this is interesting.
0: As we record this, and I know that this situation is fluid, so... When you're listening, who knows, Zeke may have a brand new contract, but it scares the crap out of me. And while I think that they're all... The update
1: is, there is no update today as we we tape this on uh, Labor Day Monday. Wait, what is it? Sunday or Monday?
0: Today is Tuesday. No, it's Monday. We're we're recording this on Labor Day Monday. Right. Things can change. I admit that. And while I think that their running game will be okay without Zeke, I think sometimes, bro, we
1: overrate... Oh, you could just put anybody anybody behind that. Not in that offense. offense. I agree. I know what you're saying. I don't
0: buy it. I think losing Zeke is a big freaking deal, and I know we've minimized the running back position in a huge way over the last couple of years, but I think... He's it, an
1: anomaly. The way they run that... His usage rate is insane in that offense. Yeah. and I, I agree. Think it expo- I like Dak. I'm not a Dak hater, but I think it exposes Dak when he doesn't have a weapon
0: like Ezekiel Elliott. They love we'll Tony to.
1: Pollard, but let's be realistic. He'll, this is a guy that you give the ball 300, you, he carries the rock 300 times. He, he'll catch 65 balls. He's Zeke Elliott. He's a three-down back. The, I agree with you.
0: The thing that scares me about Philadelphia is the obvious, and that's the fact that you know Carson Wentz is at a very difficult time staying healthy, and their backup plan is Josh McCown and Nate Sudfeld. They don't have... St. Nick, if you will, standing behind him. I I like the addition of Jordan Howard. I thought that was a good move. Their offensive line will be very solid. They brought back the Sean Jackson. Uh, We know about the incredible talent they have on defense. They are just more talented than anybody else. Okay, but here's what I will
1: say. I think in that division, potentially the most talented unit, and you're going to laugh at me, but I think could be the Cowboys defense.
0: Well, the Cowboy defense always seems to overachieve.
1: Well, those, I mean, Evander Ash and Smith and Lawrence and Collins and Crawford and Jones. I, I just think, again, I think those linebackers are only going to get better. Um, but I don't disagree with you. Are you going like crazy with the Eagles and no, saying I think like, they're 13 gonna, wins?
0: No, I mean, I think they're going to win 12. So I guess I'm relatively close. And I think the Cowboys are an eight win team. So, yeah, I guess I am going crazy. Ooh, they're going to run away with the
1: NFC East. Hold on. on, hold on you yeah. got the Cowboys at eight.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. then you have the Redskins at five. Redskins and Giants both at five. I think, you're, I think you're a little low on the Cowboys.
0: Okay, so see, I'm not doing not, all... Th-
1: but I don't think you're crazy. I mean, I think it's a 9-10 win team.
0: Who wins the division? You think the Eagles win the division? Yeah, of
1: course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> How boring of you. Why don't we you pick stink. the Redskins? We stink. Dude, I That the- division's not that interesting, though. I agree with you. I picked the Redskins last year. I tried. It didn't work. I thought I was going to be right for a little bit. But Carson... Hey, listen, you nailed it. Carson goes down. I mean,
0: that's well, it. Look, th- this is why making predictions seems... You know, we sit here and say, "Oh, it seems easy," but you can't predict injuries. It's futile. It's yeah. I love a bounce back year out of Green Bay. As m- you were screaming, don't at do me. the NFC North yet. Oh, you want me to do that last? Yeah, that's right. You did say that. We want me to do the NFC South? Yeah. All right. I love the Saints again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> what are we I supposed do to do? No. I think they ran it back this year, but the slept on unit of that. team. I think the defense is even going to be better this yeah. year, but they have my, th- maybe individually at position. They, first off, Jared cooks, huge for them. Big time. But they, but they have individually maybe my favorite running back and maybe my favorite receiver,
0: Michael I mean, Thomas and Avin Thomas
1: catches literally everything. And I think Kamara is, it's not underrated because he's rated, but I think his ability to catch the ball, he's tougher than his size looks, and he is just awesome. I freaking love the Saints.
0: Yeah. I mean, did you like them bringing in Kiko Alonso? Did you like that move? <laughs> no, I think it's
1: a no impact move. <laughs> no, I agree with you. He can't move.
0: Sheldon Rankins, Cameron Jordan, they're, they're a talented team. I mean, they really yeah. are. No, Marshawn right. Lattimore, what a pick he was a couple of years ago. I think so. it's
1: fair to say, like if you want to say 13 wins for that team, that's fine.
0: Yeah, its it's one of those things where... So two years ago, when they lost the brutal postseason game that they lost, and then last year they lose another brutal postseason game for diff- very different reasons, you wonder sometimes how teams bounce back from there. And, and we've seen what's happened to Atlanta. We, we, saw, we saw what happened to Atlanta. They haven't even come close to getting back to a Super Bowl after they collapsed, after they blew a Super Bowl that was in their hands against the New England Patriots. There's something about this Saints team Maybe it's the coach. Maybe it's the quarterback. That almost leads me to think that as bad as last year was and as bad as the year before was, they are on a mission to get back and right the wrong. And so, spoiler alert, I think the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. I'll go all the way with that. I I just I kind of like that. I like how brutal those two seasons have been. And I like how they respond. They're just different than Atlanta.
1: 100% agree with you. The built-in home field generally is three across the league. They're four. They've got a tremendous home field. I think you've got a motivated Peyton and Breeze. I love their defense. And I mentioned the offensive skill. But more important, let's so how do you round out the division as far as wins?
0: I think the Falcons will be better. Uh, their I think offensive the, line is terrible. I th- Yeah, I think the injuries on defense, though, is really what killed them a Yeah, year fair ago. enough. Uh, and Carolina and Tampa Bay, to me, are going to be lousy. I mean, Cam Newton, I got to worry about his health right now. Cam's don't I? 30
1: with a banged up ankle or foot, whatever he's dealing with. Um, yeah, and Tampa Bay is going to be terrible. Do,
0: do you think, though, this is the one thing about Tampa Bay where I think they can be better than we think? Um, first of all, Mike Evans has kind of become an underrated star wide receiver in this, league in this league. Chris Godwin will probably have a very good year. I agree. Their
1: defense stinks, though. OJ
0: Howard has a chance to break yep. out as a superstar tight end. Um, so they, they have a lot of talent on offense. You're right about the defense. They did add Damakong Su, though. And here's the real big thing that they did. They have a capable head coach. They went out and brought in Bruce Arians, who Ooh, I love. Yeah, I think we all love him. And I'll even compliment Todd Bowles. He's now a defensive coordinator, which is what he should be. And Byron Lefwich is a, you know a blossoming young coach in this league. I love the coaching staff. And so sometimes in the NFL, I think that that could help a team become a
1: lot better so than maybe you got them think. a little bit better than we would think. As far as win wind. I have
0: them finishing ahead of Carolina. If that means
1: anything, it does mean something.
0: I have them going seven and nine.
1: That's and good. Tampa.
0: So see, I'm, I'm not going complete chalk. You like it.
1: I uh, Well, listen, we know bulls <laughs> is going to add some personality to that team. <laughs> not at all. My goodness. He's <laughs> Tylenol PM. Uh, uh. So you have seven win Tampa team. You have a six win Carolina team. Yeah. You have a 12 to 13 win New Orleans team. Yep, and it appears to me you have an eight to nine win Atlanta. team. I have
0: a nine win Atlanta team. That's correct.
1: Okay, that is correct.
0: In the NFC West. Okay, so I'll start with the part that maybe I'm going out on a limb on since you have this is me a fascinating very, division. You have me self conscious now about not yeah. picking yeah. all chalk. I think the 49ers. Well, what's their well? Let me start with this. What's their over under right now in Vegas, San Francisco?
1: Okay, pulling up.
0: Because it feels as if everybody assumes, well, Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy and he's God, so everything's going to be okay. Meanwhile, Jimmy Garoppolo has proven freaking nothing in this league. Eight. Eight? Bro.
1: (laughs) Hammer the over?
0: Uh, 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 The over? No, 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 no. I'm hammering the under.
1: Okay, the under, a little juice. Okay, so, and I agree. Okay, I agree. Go ahead. So
0: let's just look at this franchise's
1: history. First of all, everybody loves Kyle Shannon. They love him. No, I think there's some weirdness there. within. Tyler Dunn from Bleacher Report wrote a story. I think there's some dissension within the organization about him. Well,
0: I could buy it because he's been there for two years. They're 6-10 and 4-12, and and all I got to hear about is injuries. The year before that, and I know that was the Chip Kelly year, they won two games. Before that, they won five This team has not won eight or nine games in a very long time, and I just find it almost way too much respect to think that, well, Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, so that must mean the San Francisco 49ers are going to be a 9 or 10 win team. They do have a lot of talent on defense. All right? I get that. They brought in D4.
1: They've got they got Richard Sherman, who's a great veteran to have around there. DeForest Buckner up front. Bosa's going to be fine. They're going to up front.
0: Well, we'll he's see if he's sick. healthy. That's going to be the key with Nick Bosa. Can he stay on the field?
1: If he's healthy, he's his brother, and his brother's great.
0: But the problem is Nick Bosa in college and in high school no. hasn't Agreed. been healthy. Good
1: call. Good call.
0: But I just think way too much is handed to the San Francisco team. Are they going to be able to run the football effectively? Tevin Coleman is what he is. Jimmy Garoppolo's got a lot of. Well, to McKinnon, prove.
1: I mean, he's done again for the year. Exactly. Brutal. Uh, I, I love the time
0: I mean, George Kittle had a tremendous year. I think the year wide
1: receiver. Year. Oh, good call, and cut. But I think the wide receiver position is a bit of a question mark.
0: I think they're very overrated. I mean, I think they're going to win six games. You know,
1: they're overrated. I love eight. that pick. Hammer the under. Hey, by the way, there is a. During practice, you know, you remember uh, Jimmy G. We hadn't seen him in 11 months. And right. He, threw the, he had the terrible pick uh, out in the flat. What the the underreported story is in practice, he threw six consecutive interceptions on six <laughs> consecutive pass attempts. It's kind of impressive, actually impressive. <laughs> At one point, let's just be clear about this because people call your show and bitch about it all the time. Yeah. At one point, Jimmy G was the highest paid player in NFL history. No, I
0: know, and, and so. I look. I understand why San Francisco took that. You kind risk. of made
1: up for it now with that with them winning six. I like that.
0: Yeah, I, I get why. You need to find the franchise quarterback. That's the name of the game. That's why teams move hell and high water in the draft. That's why the Dolphins are tanking. That's why you pay an unproven commodity like Jimmy Garoppolo a ton of money. So I'm not even criticizing the risk that they took and they're still taking in Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just that I can't sit here based on whatever he's done in his career, which is certainly not enough, and the lack of talent on offense, and say, oh, yeah, their over-under should be eight. They haven't won eight games in six years. Why in the world should we...
1: That, that is way too high of a number. That's why I'm hammering the under. I actually thought it was going to be eight and a half. Maybe there's a, yeah, no, you're right on the under there's a little juice on the under. So you don't like San Francisco. I, uh, now Arizona is potentially a one win football team.
0: Well, so no, see that. I disagree with, I think the oh, Arizona I, Cardinals
1: <laughs> defensively. Uh, okay, go ahead.
0: Well, first of all, you're going to make me try to sound as if I'm telling you they're good. I didn't say they're good. It kind of sounds like you're
1: leaning towards good. Good.
0: You, no, you said they're a one win team. So if you I got say, them in the postseason,
1: uh, yeah, right. If I say they're a five win team. Oh, stop. What? Kingsbury didn't win anything at Texas tech. I'm His not, teams consistently got worse. Here's what I know about. Murray's going to get killed running RPOs in the NFL. One in 15. Yep.
0: One in 15. Yeah. So they will finish with a worse record than the Miami Dolphins, yes. in your opinion? Yes. And are they get drafted at the
1: quarterback <laughs> no. number one. No, they Arizona is so, now. Listen, I was wrong about every pick on this dumb podcast a year ago. Right? I will be right about that being okay, a so, one to two win team. So
0: here's why you're wrong. Their offense. Forget. You're right. The defense sucks again. I'm not asking
1: for them. Don't they, didn't they sign Terrell Suggs, by the way? Yeah, T Sizzle. <laughs> hey, by the way, Patrick right. Peterson's a tremendous cornerback. Oops, he's suspended for PEDs. Yeah. All they have defensively is Chandler Jones.
0: Okay. Offensively, they're going to be ta- much Tyler better. Terrell Suggs is my age. They're going to be. What'd you say? Ta-
1: it, Su- ta- Terrell Suggs is my age. I get it. He's a million years You're old. He's acting like he signed him 10 years ago. Why so would I- he want to play for the Arizona Cardinals, by the way? He's from there. Is that, is that, but that's yep. the only
0: reason? Because at that age, don't you try to chase a championship well, wait,
1: at this point? Well, well, the way you're talking, why wouldn't you want to play for oh, this team? Stop <laughs> it. I think they're going to win five games.
0: You're talking about them winning five one games. Game.
1: Okay, fine.
0: Guaranteed, uh, I'll be closer than you are. No,
1: well, no chance. What? No chance. They're, they're, ch- they're a three win team before they're a six win team. So Here's I'll what I'm be buying closer.
0: I'm buying that Kyler Murray is actually going to be an incredible talent in this league. I'm not saying it's going to translate to seven or eight wins in year one. I think this offense is going to be significantly better than what it was last
1: year. Offensive line is terrible. Go ahead. The
0: offensive line is terrible, but it's better. I think it's going to be better than it
1: was last year. And receivers, as far as what he's going to do with football. Christian Kirk
0: is going to be much better in year two. Okay. I like that Isabella (laughs) that they got in the second round. (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Larry Fitzgerald has something left, maybe. I didn't say he's young, but he adds a nice veteran presence. Right. And David Johnson's had two down years in a row, one because of injury, one because of an effect. No, I like him.
1: Well, Fair. Okay. So then, you okay, okay, go. Okay, fine. You got him eight wins. Okay. Eight, eight, eight
0: wins. wins. I never said eight wins. They're going to win five games.
1: Sniffing a postseason appearance.
0: Spending too much time on the Arizona ah, Cardinals. Okay, who's your next? Fault. Uh, Seattle and the Rams are going to battle for this division. Uh, I mean, I love what they did in acquiring Jadavian Clowney. Pete Carroll is proving year in and year out, whether you like him or you hate him. Same with Russell Wilson. They win. Carroll's
1: a Hall of Famer.
0: No doubt. You know, you look at their roster every single year and you say, ah, they're You're not dubious. that good. They're not that good. They got a lot of flaws. Yet, every single year they go out. I'm not saying they're the dynasty they used to be, but do you realize that they haven't had a losing
1: season in eight years? It's incredible. It's incredible. So It really is incredible, and I do love if Ansa's healthy and Clowney's healthy, that edge, and then you add the Collier kid from TCU, again, it's always going to start with defense and then Russell. I love this team. I'm 100% with you, and I, I got a weird vibe about the Rams.
0: Hey, the real question is going to be that head-to-head matchup because last year felt, the last couple of years felt like a passing of the torch between the Rams and the Seahawks, but a big question about the Rams is going to be this. How do they respond? No, they, they got to a Super Bowl. It was a great accomplishment. They were very lucky to get there. We all understand about what happened in the NFC Championship game. But they've had two building block years in a row. Two years ago, they made the playoff. They had the home playoff game. They lost, but okay, great experience. Last year, they take it that next step, and they get to a Super Bowl. How do they follow that up? You know, the coach has basically been sent to Canton. The quarterback has taken that jump. Todd Gurley, there are big questions about him health-wise and usage-wise. I think he'll be fine. I just don't think he's going to be the guy he was the last two years. So I think the Rams will be good. They're just not going to be as good as they were the last two
1: years. I think, Sue, especially in the postseason, was such an important part. They're an aging defense. They're a win-now team right now. They had Weddle. Who cares? Secondary. I think Cooper Cup obviously coming back is huge. I think offensively the Rams are going to be just fine. I think defensively Seattle's better uh, I think it's a ve- I think they're complete they're big time favorites, like minus 150 to win that division. I think it's an even race between the Rams and Seahawks.: Yeah, I
0: think they both make the playoffs.
1: And okay, so win-, win totals. let's go. All right, for everybody, yeah, let's just start at the Rams, go Seahawks. Rams
0: and, and Seahawks both win 10. San Francisco wins six, Arizona wins five.
1: Okay. NFC North.
0: Why did you want me to save this for last? Well, moment? why
1: do you think I'm from Detroit? Oh, I' okay. think, and by the way, I'll say this as well. I think it's the toughest division, regardless of conference, in all of football.
0: Um, Okay, so last year, the team that I was the highest on, and I backed it up by going to the sports book and getting, I think it was 36 to one on them winning the NFC with the Chicago Bears. Well, this year, they're taking a big step back. That's that's number one. Big step back. It's always difficult. You look at the history of this league. It is always difficult to be that surprise team and then back it up the following year. And like you said, this is a good division. I think Green Bay is going to be better. I think the Vikings will be Will be good to better because I think the will
1: be better. I'm waiting. I for I think it. the Lions are going to be the Lions. I think they're going to be very good. Really? <laughs> I never. what have I ever say that? said that? In 16 years of knowing me, when have I ever said never. I think the Lions are going to be good? Wait, so never. T-
0: take me through your thought process on this, okay? Maybe defensively.
1: You'll me. Last year, going into the season, their defensive front was a huge question mark. I think they could potentially have. Either the best or a top three defensive front. Trey Flowers was huge. Daniels is huge. A'shaun Robinson's huge. Deshaun Han is sick. Jared Davis, uh, linebacker, all those. There's an injury, so I'm concerned with that. Uh, He's going to miss some time. But I think up front defensively, Han, Robinson, Flowers, Daniels, and more. I think they literally are great in their front seven. I think offensively, you expect this. The fantasy kids know that Galladay, this is a guy that yeah. everybody's high on. Marvin Jones Jr. Hawkinson has not, th- he has not made people happy in Allen Park where they practice. He is thrilled. The tight end out of Iowa. on Johnson is the best running back they've had since Barry Sanders. Bevel's new offense with Stafford, I think, protects them a little bit more. I think it's just a team that has a potential, uh, four, new, four four of the same pieces coming back on the offensive line, which was good, not great last year. I think it's a team that has the potential to win 10 games.
0: No, you sold me. I'm going with the Lions. No,
1: I'm just kidding. No, you're just – no, you're not.
0: No, but you – But they, Trey Flowers is was
1: probably most – the most – not slept on, but probably the they, biggest ticket free agent. They that, do have a – a lot of talent on
0: defense, man. And let's not forget Snacks Harrison, who they brought over from the Giants. He's one best of the best run
1: I don't even know how I forgot Snacks. Maybe because there was a contract issue for so long. And they he took care of it. it. They, they took care of him. So up front, Snacks, Han, Robinson, Flowers, and Mike Daniels, remember, let go by the Packers, swooped up immediately by the Lions. Again, the Davis at loss at linebacker for a bit is going to hurt them, but up front, they have a potential to be special.
0: No, it's a compelling case. I mean, you actually make a good point. They have a lot of Darius talent Darius on Slay, defense.
1: one of the best. Well, man, he, they're, they're just good defensively. Yeah. And so the only questions you would do is pick apart a little bit offensively, um, and Matthew Stafford is always a lightning rod.
0: Look, they're more talented on defense than Green Bay is.
1: Oh, my. Stop with By Green Bay. Green Bay is the worst team in that division. It's not even close.
0: They're not the worst team in that division. Okay, we'll you know see. why it's tough to ever call them the worst team in that? division?
1: Uh, maybe Aaron.
0: Yeah. The quarterback. And I think it's just too difficult to go that far with it. I mean, you're right about the lack of talent on defense, but look at what franchise quarterbacks can do for you.
1: You taught me two things throughout the years. What's that? One, Joaquin Benoit signed a three-year, $15 million deal <laughs> with the Detroit Lions in their bullpen. And I loved it. And you said, be careful, bro. So much variance year-to-year yes. in the bullpen. Don't give a big ticket to a, I did to say a that. relief pitcher. You okay. told me and you were hundred percent right. It's something that stuck with me. Right. You also say you, you've also always, you've been, you're a very pragmatic person. You talk about, you don't build teams through free agency. You build them through the draft, right? What the Packers are trying to do defensively with Rashawn Gary and Savage, the safety from Maryland and bringing in Preston Smith and bringing in Amos. They're trying to simply put together in one year through a couple of rookies and free agents, a defense that was a disaster last year. They're not going to be good. That's a run zone offense that's going to take a little while to get used to. I'm telling you right now, that's the worst team the Packers in the North.
0: Well, you know, one thing that helps your case is that last year you had Aaron Rodgers play every game and have a statistically marvelous season. I mean, the guy yeah, threw how throw many any interceptions? Picks. Yeah, basically threw two or three the entire season. He was remarkable, and they were six and nineteen. So, bad team, bro. Bad team. No, I mean, you're right about the lack of talent they have on defense. I guess it's just difficult for me to imagine. And, and I get that 2017, you kind of throw out because he missed most of the year. It's just tough to imagine the Packers missing the playoffs three years in a row. Do you Wait. know the last time they missed the playoffs three years in a row? Do you know the no. answer to that? When? In the early 1990s.
1: Like, it's been that something. long. What? You have the Vikings winning this division. I didn't say that. You have the Packers winning it?
0: I didn't say that either. I haven't said anything. I don't know why you're making assumptions.
1: Okay, so well you're okay. I get it now. You're doing shtick. How about doing any? The Bears schtick. are going to take a step backwards, but still win that division. I never said that
0: either. I haven't said anything. I don't know why you're the making Lions? assumptions. Lions? I didn't say, bro. You're the one who's big on the Lions. Good for you. You made a very good case. I haven't said anything. You want to predict who I think is going to win the division?
1: I think you think the Packers. I think are. the Minnesota Vikings are going to win the division. That's your two cousins. They run it back essentially with the roster.
0: I like another year out of Kirk Cousins. I like and I'm concerned about him from a fantasy perspective. So I know this matches up together. The whole Dalvin Cook situation because of his health over the last two years, he has shown in small bursts how good he can be. And the talent on defense. I mean, they're an incredibly talented team on defense. And, you know, they took their step back last year, and they took it with Kirk Cousins, but they went from 13 wins.
1: They weren't terrible last year either. Well, but they weren't
0: great. They were average. No, you're right.
1: No, no, go ahead.
0: I I like them to bounce back. Year two of Kirk Cousins. Uh, You know, we talk about the surprise team. I don't know how much of a surprise they were three years ago, but it's tough to do it two years in a row. Uh, I think they're going to win 10 games and win this NFC North.
1: The Bears win 12 last year. Pagano in defensively. Fangio out. That's huge. Remember, Fangio was a carryover into Nagy's staff, had been working with that defense for a couple of years. I think the defense is going to be obviously be really good, maybe an adjustment. Uh, the Bears, Macom- they love Montgomery. The Bears win 12 last year. They win how many this year?
0: I think they win seven games this year.
1: That is that to me makes the podcast. What you, just, Evan Roberts, you said the Bears taking win a seven. step
0: back on Chicago.
1: No, I mean from twelve to seven, and most people. Some, I've, I've read a lot of people have them in the Super Bowl. The now here's where it gets interesting. Uh, I'll save the Packers, the Lions, a six win team last year, year two. Patricia, I just told you the front seven, which was the question mark coming in, could potentially be well, the best in the league. Go. Hold on a
0: second. Can I go back to something about Chicago mm-hmm. before we? Whatever you just asked me, I think you asked me about the Lions. Um, let me go back to Chicago. Year to year in the NFL, there are certain things that go like a pendulum back and forth. One of those things is the ability to force turnovers. A lot of it is luck. You'd agree with that? Good job. What? I haven't even finished yet. You're
1: you're about to tell us the the, the turnovers they created defensively last year was insane. It was insane.
0: it was insane. There's going to be a regression. There's absolutely going to be a regression. And that doesn't mean they're – look, when I say the Bears are taking a step back, I didn't say they're going 3-13. and 13. I didn't say they're going 5-11. and 11. But I think if you change the amount of turnovers that they had last year and it evens out, it becomes more normal, I think you're cutting a couple of wins away. And if you cut a couple of wins away, where do you end up? So I think that when you try to predict year to year, you try to find things. You try to look at things and say, hey, what was luck? What can a team run back and do again? I have a tough time believing that the Chicago Bear defense is going to be able to force the sheer amount of turnovers that they did a year ago. And I think that's a part of why they take a step back. They're, now. Ta-
1: they're, uh, they're talented as far as skill, though, whether it's Robinson yeah. or Miller oh, yeah, or yeah. Gabriel or they but you know what There's a- Ridley. There's
0: a lot of skilled defensive teams that are very good, but don't force enough turnovers. And sometimes it's just sheer bad luck. I think if my memory serves correct, I think your football team last year never forced any
1: turnovers. No, they didn't. And you're right. It does. Listen, the first thing you look at when you look at a box is you look open it up. You say turnovers and penalties. Uh, and if you have that differential differential like they did last year, the Bears, you, you can't go into a season expecting that again. So I like it.
0: So you're asking me about the Lions now? Yeah, I'm now?
1: asking you. I want to start with the, I mean, the Lions and gotta with the Packers. You, I got to tell you.
0: You kind of convince me. They're
1: going to be good. Well, you Again, can, you've known me forever. I never say this. Well,
0: that's a big part of it. I mean, a big part of why you may convince me here is that I have known you forever, and you're never one to be high on your teams. Other, Well, you are high on the Tigers at times when they were good back in the day. Sure. I can't say you're not high on your team. You're not Mr. <laughs> Negative. You're not me. You're not Beningo, where Everybody sucks. Not that we say that either. But with the Lions, and rightfully so... You've been much more negative in my lifetime of knowing you than positive. And I think you make a very compelling case with all the talent that they have on defense and having snacks for a full season and carry on Johnson, who I bought into last year. And the thing about Matthew Stafford is it's disappointing in terms of you think you draft your franchise quarterback and you look at the wins, not the stats, but the wins throughout his entire career and he's a below 500 quarterback and that's very disappointing and you don't have that extended postseason run and that's very disappointing so I think it's it's huge for Matthew at age 31 that he doesn't just make a pro bowl he doesn't just put up you know big numbers 30 touchdowns and 10 interceptions but that they win he's got a freaking win There's he has really a no
1: holes uh, Gal- I mentioned Galladay you throw Amendola who I'm not a fa- huge fan of in the slot um, I mentioned TJ Hawkinson, who they draft, but Jesse James is there. Carry on Johnson, who I love. CJ Anderson, who's fat, but he's useful. Hmm. Defensively, they don't have a weakness. The The Davis injury is going to hurt them. Uh, but whether it's Diggs or Coleman or Slay in the defensive secondary. And then I, I can't. I can't uh, Snacks Harrison is literally the best run stopper in the league. Trey Flowers adds a lot. I'm telling you, there is no right. hole on this team.
0: All right. So what, do you think they're going to win the division? Or are you going all the way with it?
1: I think, I, think got the Detroit, to. I think the Detroit Lions win the division.
0: There you go. I like it. Now are they going to win a not, playoff I'd game? If not, I'd say Minnesota. Okay. So we're sort of on the same page. Do you think the Lions make the playoffs and win a playoff game? Because God knows you never <laughs> do that. No,
1: no, no. They've won one playoff game since 57. <laughs> I said they win the division. Not, after that, it's just completely hey, a walk. you
0: win a freaking division, you have a home playoff game. So go win it.
1: Okay. How about so that idea? I, I say 10, and you say how many for the Lions?
0: Uh, yeah. All right, I had I, I wrote down seven Don't and nine. Me inf- no, you have influenced me, though. I want to be fair. I wrote down seven and nine. You've got me to eight and eight. So I'm going to write down eight okay.
1: and eight for the fair Lions. fair enough. That's, called, that's my life, eight I- and eight. <laughs> okay, then I think this is a good place to end it with the Packers, who it's obviously a national team, but it's a team that I think – some have winning 12. I have them winning six. I think it's such a variance as far as what people think of this team. But I think most, a lot of bets right now in Vegas, high in a lot of steam on the Packers. Adam Schein's got them winning a million games. Everybody. Really? Yeah. So you, where are you?
0: I'm at nine. I mean, I think they'll be better than what they were last year. It's tough when you've got an elite all-world quarterback to, to think that they're going to be a six or seven win team um and missed the playoffs for a third straight year granted two years ago he missed a big bulk of time he got hurt he only started seven games but this is a franchise i'm telling you you got to go back to pre-bred Favre. that was the last time that this franchise missed the playoffs
1: three straight I years. i hate that stuff though it's like it's Why? a completely new roster it's a complete here's an anecdote for you on the coach lafleur i went and covered before the rams hosted the, the falcons i went and covered their practice mcveigh comes to the podium completely alpha owned it charismatic charming and he's like five eight he just owned the room though. right uh lefleur came up offensive coordinator at the time even though he didn't call plays he came up was beta Just, like, kind of sunk, super sweet, super nice guy. Didn't really have a uh, charisma or a presence about him. I know people that know him that grew up with him in Michigan say he's literally the nicest guy ever. He's essentially the same age as Rodgers. Rodgers isn't going to be coached. I think that could be volatile. All right.
0: So what's your Super Bowl? I'm going with the Patriots and the Saints. I know it's chalky, but it's what I think is going to happen.
1: Yeah, Patriot Saints. (laughs) And I have the Saints winning the Super Bowl.
0: (laughs) Me too. After all that, we're going to pick the same freaking Super Bowl. Wait, did you give a win
1: total? I'm curious. I know. Oh, nine? Yeah,
0: I said nine. Yeah, you don't don't agree with it. That's fine. That's all right. All right, so we're both. If you sat here and listened for an hour and 15 minutes, however long this thing is. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we (laughs) basically work all the way to get to the exact same boring Super Bowl prediction, the New Orleans Saints against the New England Patriots. And, And by the way, I hope I'm wrong. I'm not one that really sits there trying to be right or wanting to be right. I want to be entertained. First of all, I want to be wrong and that the Jets get to the Super Bowl. But if that's not the case, I'd rather see something crazy and funky. I'm you've sick of the you got the Jets Patriots. winning seven, to yeah. be clear? Yep.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. And then, so I, oh, is, as we wrap it up, I say the biggest surprise for me, there's two surprises that I think stand out as far as what you've said. Yes. One, you've got the 49ers winning six games. Yep. And you have the Bears winning eight. 8? Yeah. No, 7. Okay. So you don't th- th- Those are the two big you're a little you're a little high on the cardinals you're 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 down on the 49ers and you're big time down on the bears i think those are the standouts all
0: right well thank you and thank you very much for yeah i gotta
1: go fi- i gotta go get a canopy off my neighbor's canopy. <laughs> yes
0: yes go fix the canopy and thank you for uh taking the time to be on this podcast on your it's off tough. day it's much appreciated
1: thank you evan again it's vison.com you can also hear me on mad dog sports radio shameless but uh thanks for having me bro appreciate it enjoy your labor day
0: thank you and thank you for listening to this edition of the evan Roberts podcast.